Welcome back to another episode of One Way with Jordan and Sage. I'm Sage. And I'm Jordan. Today we have a lot of things we want to talk about. All right, let's chop it up. I always like starting these things with a little bit of a check-in. So, how are you feeling today? What's what's your day looked like so far? Well, I'm feeling really good. Today, I'm feeling really good. Yesterday was very chaotic and up and down and all over the place. We'll get into all of that later. But how you doing? How you living? I'm feeling good today. It's a beautiful fall day where we live. We were just working out outside. It's a little chilly, but no... We're cozy sweatshirts. It's feeling really good. I feel it, good. It's beanie season too, so I got the hat going. I love that time of year. Let me just say, I love this setup right now. We have all of our curtains closed. We're sitting in our bus. Have the essential oil diffuser on, and it smells like a pumpkin spice candle. I I'm, love it. <laughs> I'm sipping on some oat milk right out of the container. Feeling so vibey. This is going to be a good one. Let me just tell you. So that kind of sets the mood and the scene for you a little bit, and... There's just so much I want to talk about today. I'm not really sure where to start. So let's just start with the fact that we put up our bus for sale two days ago. Let's just start with the fact that maybe we're in like a quarter life crisis. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I plan to live to at least 100 and I'm only 24 right now. So I definitely feel like this is a quarter life crisis. (laughs) We've been so back and forth on what we're doing in our next steps. Maybe it's just a year. I feel like everyone's been back and forth and all over the place with Corona and just how the world is, but it's been a lot. Like we never really know what we're doing. We make a decision and then like 10 minutes later, we think that we have a better option and opportunity that we should pursue. (laughs) I was just talking with a friend actually about how she asked me if I've ever gotten the chance to take it all in. Basically like since I met you <laughs> because it's been like a roller coaster ever since and we're like always on to the next thing and doing super fun going on super fun adventures and she's like have you gotten a chance to take it all in and like like breathe and I was like wow I've never had to think <laughs> about it like that but I think like I'm so happy with where we're at like together and where I'm at personally but I don't think I have gotten a chance to take it in we're like we're literally all over the place and for those of you who are listening, once you hear these next stories, you'll you'll, It'll you'll give see a li- that too. <laughs> it's hard because it's like a gift and a curse sharing your life on the internet. There's so much beautiful things that come with it. But there's times where we're going back and forth and we are trying to be as honest and open as we can. And we share things that we think and fully believe we're going to be doing. And then our opinions change and our viewpoints change. And we're like, we're no longer going to be doing that. And people look at us like we have no idea what we're doing. We're all over the place. And that's partly true, but we also, we also are trying to keep ourselves open and available for changes. And that's, that's something I think we're really fortunate to be able to do. We're, we're able to switch what we want to do kind of in the blink of an eye. Yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely. I'm grateful for that. And you have to think about it. Like, if somebody who's not sharing their life on the internet were to be as back and forth as us, like, they might have some family members being like, whoa, 
slow your roll. Maybe right. like, think about your choices a little bit more. But like, that's about it. They don't have the internet like holding them accountable. Holding them accountable and like being like backtracking twenty steps and being having having people say like. <laughs> you said you were doing this and now you're doing that but then again you said you're gonna do that like lit they're all over the place we're all over the place but trust me we're, rem- we're reminded every day but i do feel like we're slowly slowly finding oh excuse me <laughs> a little bit of a balance and really where we want to be <sighs> i just realized we we said we were we said that we just put our bus up for sale and then we didn't touch on that at all so Let's start all of this off with the story behind putting our beloved bus up for sale. Can I give the per- like the inside story of why it was so chaotic? More- yeah. Okay. Please do. Okay, so I haven't really ever talked about this on the internet, but first off, this podcast we're probably going to talk a lot about like business and marketing and personal branding and stuff that's really important to me and stuff I'm really passionate about and. YouTube and social media, all that. We're going to talk about it all. And I want to talk about that more in other episodes too. But we're going to start by talking about TikTok quickly, the most hated and the most revered platform in the world. I know where I stand (laughs) on it now. So almost exactly a year ago to the day, I started posting on TikTok. At this point, I had been trying to make it on the internet. This is like me and you had been together for a year at this point or just over a year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and when I met you, I'd been trying to make it on the internet in all different forms for like two years. By make it, I mean just establish like a personality and a brand that would allow me to make videos and monetize them to support myself fully. I had tried quote, quite a few number of different things, none of them which really popped or hit, Things, all of which were things I was passionate about, but nothing really took off. So we started building the bus. We knew we were going to make YouTube videos about it, all of that. The first few months we were just having fun putting out videos that were pretty bad <laughs> they were pretty bad and it's okay you can blame me i wasn't no, used you to being it. on camera but so we were putting out videos we were, what are we having 100 views a week maybe 200 maybe hold on i'm taking a sip of oat milk <laughs> side note this oat milk tastes like lucky like the milk from lucky charms <laughs> like after you've eaten a bowl of lucky charms and you drink the milk afterwards. That's what this vanilla oat milk tastes like. I've never had them, so I don't know. <laughs> I've had them for years, but it's okay. Hey. So back to back to where we were. Okay. So trying to paint a timeline. We started building our bus August of 2019. We're putting out videos on YouTube once a week. All is fine and dandy. We're doing like 100, 200 views a week. Fast forward to October of 2019. I got on TikTok. I started on TikTok. At the time, there was only one other bus account on there. And I posted up four videos my first day, October 7th, 2019. I posted up four videos I just had in my camera roll, which were basically just saved Instagram stories. They all kind of took off. They had all got more views than I've ever got on the internet for any video I've ever made. And I've been posting even videos on Instagram. Some have got a couple thousand views. These popped, and I think hit 10,000 views. And then I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. And I kept posting on there. Over the next few days, I kept posting and my account kept growing up. I knew there was interest in it. So I was like, let's let's keep going. Let's keep feeding it. So I started doing these freehand videos where I talked and just recorded. They're kind of like tutorials of how we were building the bus. Not really tutorials, but more just showing like what we were doing and giving updates and insight onto it all. And 
it took off within a couple months i had over a hundred thousand followers within a month i had over a hundred thousand followers yeah and i thought i was i mean i was blowing up um tiktok was then still a pretty big app um so i kept with it in december we were we were getting a little further along with the build we also realized we could push our youtube channel on there so at this point we might have had like 5000 subscribers on youtube maybe 4000 on our our then jordan and sage channel yeah so, we were just under 5000 right so then the night we went to the winter walk which is like a big thing where we're from um it's like a winter festival so it's a couple weeks before christmas i posted a tiktok and it went viral. It went mega viral. Um, my account grew 300,000 followers in a day. The video did 15 million views in a day. At, like, at this point, the video sits at 22 million views. And I remember in the caption, I pushed our YouTube channel. We gained like 5,000 subscribers overnight. Mm -hmm. Like we hit 10K overnight and our YouTube channel was blowing up. I was like, wow, we've made it. So fast forward, we continue... We continue that wave. Within another week or two, I had hit a million followers on TikTok. So in just over three months, my account grew from zero to a million followers, which was nuts. And I never like stopped to take it and be like, wow, I, I actually achieved this at all. <laughs> but also like TikTok desensitizes you from numbers, from numbers completely. It's like if you see somebody with 20,000 followers, 20,000 followers. Right they're seen as like a small account. And at that point, if I wasn't doing like a quarter million views for video, I thought they were flopping, mm -hmm. which is such a, like an unhealthy attitude. So anyhow, fast forward to March. At this point, we had grown our YouTube channel to be huge. We had 60,000 subscribers. The videos were going crazy. We were almost making a full income off of YouTube at this point. By January, both of us were like pretty popping on TikTok. I mean, right, I had, your account I had, had half a million. Right. And we were like, <laughs> we were treating it as a job essentially. I remember like I was working at Whole Foods and some like at that point I was closing a lot. So like I would go to work at two and like I want to come home until like 11. Right. But I remember like waking up and then like planning my day but like scheduling in <laughs> like a couple tiktoks that i had to make before i went to work so like basically Brutal. i would wake up to film tiktoks and you did the same thing i remember like you were working a job that you hated and you were like i'm just gonna go home and film some tiktoks after i at, remember like, five o'clock p.m remember like last fall when i was taking off i was working this construction job for this dude i hated it like it was brutal and this was right when i was taking off on tiktok i had about 50k and I remember I, I figured out like the perfect time to post. So I would leave work as soon as I could get home, film as soon as I got home and post it right then. And it was like a sweet spot. And like, I would do that every single day. But I look back at all of that. Like it was so unhealthy because it was like, brutal. we were like, we were obsessed with it, but because like, I mean, going viral, it's a total like ego thing. Oh, hundred percent. Like, and it just made us feel so good. And I would like, since you figured out, like, the 4 o'clock time was really good to post, I remember, like, I would film all these TikToks, and then I would specifically take my break at, like, <laughs> 3.45. So then I could... Post and hit post, the comments? Yeah, post and hit the comments. And <laughs> I remember, like, sitting in the bathroom if it went over my break just to answer comments. It's brutal. It's okay. I don't work there anymore. <laughs> but... So, anyhow... Long story even longer, fast forward to March. At this point, we had grew a booming YouTube channel, we thought. 
But one thing we had we never really took into account was the audience we had built. The vast majority of our comment section on YouTube was comments like comments not pertaining to the video or it, our lives at all. Exactly. It looked exactly like a tip, TikTok comment section. People saying first, people saying I would love a shout out, give me a shout out. Um, or like notice me with like the puppy dog eyes and and people just like fighting back and forth for attention in their comment section, and we were so high off views, we were so high off the fact that we we were quote blowing up that we never once stopped to think, wow, this is not sustainable. We're building an audience that is exactly not what we want to build. We wanted to build 100%. an audience of people who are really interested in alternative living, in our lives, in developing themselves, and in pushing their limits and doing things that the average person might not be doing. And even more so, we wanted, like, we want to build a community right. with all of those kind of people that, like, not only want to talk to us and, like, and stuff like that, but... Talk to each we'll other. talk to each other and, like, build each other up. And it was the exact opposite. Like, they were in the comment section, like... Fighting each other. Like, swearing at each other over who got the first comment. So it was brutal. And... To kind of continue painting the timeline, this was, say, March. We had pretty much finished up with our build. And we had about 60,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel. 65. I'll never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were really close to that 100K plaque. And we both talked about it a lot, that if we hit 100K, we would, wouldn't be happy with that because we felt it wasn't the audience genuine. we wanted. It wasn't so, yeah. So, anyhow, <laughs> what was it? Yeah, right around then, Corona hit. What mm -hmm. was Corona in March? Yep, it was March the, 13th? It was mid, <laughs> mid, mid, mid March. So we were planning to leave to go travel April 1st. Obviously, with Corona hitting, we couldn't do that. So we were like, all right, we'll just keep putting out videos once a week. And to be honest, they were probably just like whack videos. But like, we were trying. We really were trying. And they weren't any worse than any of our videos leading up to that at all. No, at that point, like we had genuinely developed a much better filming style and like I think we had really style yeah than, than obviously when we began I think we really found a groove but we quickly noticed that our audience once we finished with our conversion had no interest in those videos whatsoever if we weren't building they had no interest in them so we were at a dead end we had a huge channel with no traction zero interest and at the same time, we had brands reaching out to us to do some brand deals because they're like, wow, you've done like all these views. You have this amount of subscribers moving forward. We could we'd love to do some brand deals. And then they we tried a couple and they, we kind of never got hit back to work with any of them again because we couldn't move any product for them because our audience had zero interest in actually like the alternative living. We were just cool on TikTok. So people came over to YouTube mm -hmm. because at like if you have TikTok clout to these kids, you're 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 a superstar. Even like I know most of them had zero interest in what we were doing. We we were just cool. Like we were viral on TikTok, so it was, we were the cool people to follow. Right. And <laughs> it's brutal. So ultimately, we closed down that channel and restarted, and that's like why we made some of the decisions we made. Um, we've talked to quite a few friends in the space, and everyone actually is very supportive of that decision and thinks it's the smartest. Like I would much rather be where we are than be where we were. I like genuinely believe that the like our YouTube community is full of 
people that like really want to support us and see what we're up to and like they genuinely just care about us right and before like it wasn't like that at all not at all so basically with that being said shutting down the last youtube channel like proved our point (laughs) right like we i've got one other point okay (laughs) (laughs) i remember there was a week where we we both had to work a lot so we couldn't get as much progress done not enough progress to make a whole video about it. So we did a Q&A video. Mm. And I remember the whole comment section roasted us for doing a Q&A. They're like, we don't want to know about you. We want to know about the bus. And I was like, this is a problem. Mm-hmm. But we put out a video the next week and it did really well in views. So we kind of pushed that aside and didn't really acknowledge what was going on. So fast forward, we closed down that channel, started a new one. And we did put out a video on the channel saying we're moving over and people were like, oh, this is a dumb decision. We're not going to support you, which is fine. If you don't want to support us, that's cool. We're not begging for it. <laughs> so anyhow, fast forward to recently, you quit TikTok. Quit, quit. I was going to say TikTok. <laughs> quit TikTok. You were like, I've had enough of this. Yeah, my my first account, I actually, the same week we decided to like transfer channels. Right. Um. I remember making the new YouTube channel. I logged into TikTok. I saw my comment section. Like, I never really got, like, roasted. But right. I just never... I, the they weren't... community I had on there was not, like, feeding me anything. Like, I was pouring my heart out to these. I don't even think you can call it a community. No. No, not at all. It's brutal. And... So, yeah. I shut down that TikTok account and then month like a month later i was like oh, maybe i shouldn't have done that i had a lot of clout i had a lot of clout and then <laughs> and then i made another one and i built that up and then i was like what the, what the fuck am i doing here i i hated making tiktoks because my comment section was brutal it was just like people trying to get recognized and people like insulting each other and like seeing such such mean things that like I couldn't stand looking at it anymore. Not even to me, like right. to each other. And to be fair, there are some very, very, very nice people on TikTok, but the majority of that app is so toxic and so brutal. So I continued creating on there. Not often. I went down to like once a week during like Corona. I think I took like a month off. But over the summer, I posted some stuff. When we actually started traveling, I posted stuff. And it did did really bad. Like, the algorithm changed a few times. And just the content on there really changed during and after quarantine. But I posted all this travel stuff, which I thought people would be super interested in. Like, a lot of them had been there for the bus build. Nobody had any interest in it. So we come back, make a couple more videos about, like, painting our bus and stuff like that. Those did pretty well. And then... I started doing like story times in there. Those always did really well. But we decided to make the seller bus, which is a big decision and something which we had to think about a lot. It's been 14 months of our lives working on this thing, working on this thing. We put everything we had into it, every dollar we had into it. Like this has been our lives. So this was a hard decision to make. Which makes like what we're about to tell you guys even more mind blowing because there's people that like, didn't even think about how important this bus is to us and like what it means to us and they just they just wanted to get a quick comment in and basically like if we were to answer them they would just be like oh my god i can't believe you responded and like i just don't get the toxic environment it breeds so uh two days ago i made a tiktok saying 
hey guys, we're selling our bus. If you'd like to buy it, um, hit me on Instagram with the series, like hit me on Instagram. And quit within minutes, I got hundreds of DMs on Instagram saying, why are you selling it? Why are you selling it? Um, I explained, and I did say we're selling it for personal reasons, business reasons. Like Jordan and Sage at the end of the day is a business. And then Jordan <laughs> and Sage are like actual people. So like who we have, have feelings, we have feelings and emotions. So I, gl- I w- logged back on TikTok maybe an hour later after posting that video, hundreds of comments, all roasting me. Like, not just even roasting. Like, I'm fine with a nice roast. I actually enjoy a nice roast if it's a creative and funny. All of these ones were just basically saying, I'm a fraud, I'm a loser, I'm a sellout. I, I joined Bus Life and I quit. I gave up. And they were saying that we're having a baby. I cheated on her. I, we broke up. And just, like, the worst things you can imagine they were saying. And for me, I was just like, what is the point of this? Like, seriously, what is the point of this? There's 12-year-olds giving offering me five dollars on a jet ski and an iphone like i just don't want want any part in this community it's not even a community i just don't want any part of this app i strongly believe that the app is ruining our current generation of kids it is tearing people apart it is teaching them that it's okay to communicate like that it is teaching them to have no no attention span no morals no values it's teaching them that all we should care care about is getting notice and attention yeah, it's showing, like it's teaching them that it's okay to hide behind a screen and like and be mean. it's teaching them that words have no value. It's teaching them that it's just it's making upcoming generations completely lose communication skills. It's brutal. So I decided enough was enough. Yesterday was my year anniversary of being on the app. So I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. It was it's been a good run. I've learned a lot. And walking away from a platform that has given me, you know, it's given me a platform, but in like, as far as money goes for the time I've put in, I've made like $65 off the TikTok creator fund that <laughs> it pays diddly squat. And there are some really dope creators on there who are really trying to make a difference. But for me, I look at it as like, I'm fighting a losing fight. I would just rather create on other platforms. I'm, I love the short form content of like, in, like of TikTok. So I'll just take it over to Instagram. And I think, like, we really should stress that the whole platform, like, not everybody on the platform is terrible. We've made some, like, really good friendships. Like, our best friends found us on TikTok. Yeah. Which we've... And also, there's been quite a few other super kind people who we found on there and who are become friends. So, it's not all like that. But the majority of it is... And when I find it's affecting my mental health and making me not want to create, which is the one thing I feel like I'm the most passionate about, I, I have to step away. And I found, like, it caused me to start, like, rolling my eyes at you when you would say, like, I'm going to film a TikTok video. It's like, because, <laughs> like, I, I knew what the outcome was going to be. And, like, I just don't stand behind the app. I don't stand behind what it's teaching kids. And I, I just... I don't think it's bringing too much good. It's bringing quick entertainment and like maybe some people are able to like, like musicians, maybe it's really good for musicians because they're able to like promote their music on there. But like, I don't believe an eight-year-old should be on TikTok anyway, but it's the eight-year-olds that are being the most like mean. Right. And 
all the comment section, it's like always filled with questions about like van life or bus life that are common sense. There's just no common sense on a platform like that. So I'd much rather like at this point I've done, I've gone viral many times. Mm -hmm. I've probably done a hundred million views on the app. Like I don't need that ego boost anymore. And maybe it take, it's taken me too long to realize that, but I don't need to go viral to feel like I'm making a difference because I'd rather create something that I know people enjoy. Like, we were, I was using this analogy earlier. I'd rather drop an EP of five mu songs of music and have each of those five songs slap. I want to drop five bangers and the people really to dig them and share them and want to send them to their friends and put them on their playlist than drop an album that's mediocre just to put it out there. Mm -hmm. And that's what TikTok was doing. We were, we were reaching a huge audience and some people genuinely cared. But the mass majority, the people who are heard, are brutal. So made the decision to step away from there. Focus really hard on going, like focus on going really hard on YouTube, and putting a lot of our energy there and working on Instagram and stuff like that, and the podcast. We love the podcast because, like, at the end of the day, we just really want to connect and like, like spread positivity. And like, it's so hard to do that on that other platform that we've been talking about for this whole time. <laughs> But we just want community. We just want love. And we share our... Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, we just want a community of love. Yeah. And, like, that's that's why we share our lives on the internet. We want to help people. We want to be there for people. We want to inspire people. We want to help people laugh. And, like, <laughs> maybe there were a couple of videos on TikTok. Or maybe there are a few people out of, like, 100,000 that see a video and, like, they get that. But then there's also those people of the 100,000 that are just like they don't even watch the full video they're just in the comments trying to get you to recognize them yeah i saw it all too much and i just felt i couldn't be contributing any longer to something i really don't believe in so made a decision to step away but we still didn't really address why we're selling our bus <laughs> no we didn't but it was important that we told the backstory first of like the heat that is surrounding this topic right now right it really was a business decision for us but also like we, we like doing projects we like having our hands in a project and this is like whatever is next for us which we're not 100% sure yet so we're not going to put it out there quite yet because we don't want you guys to roast us we're almost sure though <laughs> we're, we're almost sure coming soon anyway business decision personal decision yeah there's a lot of reasons we chose to do this and those reasons will make sense later on down the line. Um, we do we do strongly believe in ownership and like being able to do what we want when we want. And right now we're still not in that position fully. So we're gonna be working towards that. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk about more of the details later on when we have a better idea of chapter two. Because chapter two is gonna be starting really, really soon. But I do wanna just reinforce and restate that this was not the easiest decision for us this is a large part of our life this is our baby that we're going to be getting rid of so yeah we we almost worked on the build for a year we've almost lived in it for a year now so this is like almost two years of our lives into this project and right? it's 
Well, it's almost a year. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm not good with time. So I guess it's almost a year. But still, it's a, like a lot of our lives and a lot of like literally blood, sweat, and tears went into this. And this is our first home too, which is always big. So not an easy decision by any means, but there's chapters in everybody's lives. like, And it's time for us to go into chapter two. Right. Yeah. We're excited. We're like really, we're thrilled. We're really excited. I think since the last few weeks after we came back from traveling, it's been a lot of ups and downs just trying to f- find our our place again because we went from traveling full time on the road for a bit and it was a blast. We had so much fun, but we do know that traveling full time without a good stable source of income is n- is always there's always like a big stress in the back of your head you like i want to go out and get the pizza but we we really can't because we're pinching pennies and like i know it's important to do a lot of stuff when we're young and we are doing a lot when we're young so i i really believe creating some form like some streams of income that are very stable and consistent is really important because at this point being 24 i don't really want to have to go work farm jobs to make enough money to go travel for a week and then go back and pick apples like that's just not what i want i want to create something that we're really proud of that can help support us and help set us up for the future yeah absolutely that's the (laughs) ultimate we're people that just always want to be able to like if we want if we want to fly to paris then we're gonna fly to paris we want to fly to dusseldorf yeah if we (laughs) want to fly to dusseldorf like where like we want to be able to do whatever we want to do obviously like that that's the ultimate dream being able to like do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it and have the means to do it right but for us just going out to travel for another month and coming back dead broke with no real game plan is there's it's pointless to me it's pointless to me we're we're working on developing a a plan that of course will always vary and change as time goes on but a good enough plan that we can stick to that we know is helping us move in the direction we want to go to. And for those people saying, oh my gosh, you're quitting bus life already. We're not quitting, baby. We're just getting started. We're just (laughs) getting started. And I kind of want to touch on the fact that like your 20s can be the best time of your lives. And like everybody says that. But like for me, I'm just entering. I just entered my 20s. Like I'm going to be 21 in January. Yeah. This past year has been been the hardest year of my life. Like emotionally. (laughs) Um, all over the place, but (laughs) so like for those of you in your twenties and like you're struggling, I, I feel you because there's a lot of like major life decisions going on right now. Like when, when we were in school, we didn't have to think about this and like school didn't even teach us how to think about this. So there's that too, but there's just so much going on. And like, this is genuinely a quarter life crisis because we, f- we feel like we need to have everything figured out. Right. And, and I, we don't. <laughs> what makes it worse is feeling you need to justify your actions to the internet too. And like I don't ever want to feel like that. But yesterday I did. I felt like I needed to justify why we're making the decisions we're making. But like really, why? Like I, I get that we're sharing our lives on the internet. But at the same point, we need to have a balance of taking care of ourselves and doing what we know is right for us. Yeah, because. Absolutely. <laughs> I I just I hate that I felt like that like I needed to justify my actions like 
we built this bus. We own it. We paid for it ourselves. Every penny that went into it was our own. We worked for it. So we can do whatever we want. That goes back to the van life misconceptions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every like people were also saying like, oh, somebody's forcing you to do this or like you don't have the money to keep up van life. So of course you're going to sell it. But, but really, who has the money to keep up van life consistently? Yeah. We were just talking about this earlier. Like, most van lifers, they do van life for, like, two years, and then they're on to the next thing. Like Some of the biggest channels right now are not doing van life. Also, it's quarantine. Like, the whole world's kind of in a weird spot. But I kind of predicted that with a lot of these channels myself, I feel like. Yeah. we. I just... Neither one of us ever want to be backed into a corner. And I feel like we're finally, like stepping out of the corner a little bit that we've partially backed ourselves into right so we're stepping into like bigger projects that can reach more people and help set us up too. help set us up exactly i definitely struggled with this idea that we had to do things like other people did it we'd watch people who were successful in the space like oh they did it like this and they did this so we should do the same thing but really i'm here to say that you got to do it your own way because what led them to where they were is totally different than where you are in like the life you've walked and i feel so good right now that i can say every decision we're making has our best best interest in mind we're making these decisions for ourselves and making them genuine like out of from our hearts right absolutely and the people that we look at like in this in the van life scene let's say when they started times were very different the scene was a lot less saturated there are a lot less people trying to make it in the van life scene so right. like that's why they took off that's why they've been so successful obviously they're they're entertaining and they're good but, but it's a little bit harder now <laughs> right to make it on the internet definitely make it in that scene Right, because everyone you meet right now, if they do van life or bus life, I'd say 99% of people you meet who do it, they're also making YouTube videos and trying to make it on YouTube. Right. And how many videos can we make five reasons I hate van life? Like How many how many of those videos do, do someone want to watch? Exactly. And I felt like even the last few weeks for us, our videos were good. Like I feel like the filmmaking and storytelling is getting a lot better, which I love because I love the filmmaking side of things and the storytelling side of things and just sharing our lives. But the topics are kind of bland. They're kind of boring. And I feel like we want to do things that are fresh and new and exciting. We want to be the... We want to be innovative. We want to be the people that like other people look to and they're like, what they're doing is really cool. And... Maybe I want to try that or maybe like, oh, what they're doing inspired me to, you know, go grow some potatoes with my grandma. Right. I hope we can be the like the leaders of van life, like van life 2.0, because we also always don't want to be in the van life box. We want to be known as Jordan and Sage for the who we are, mm -hmm. for who we are as people. And that's really important to us. And another reason we hate TikTok, because well, not hate, but maybe we can say hate. Another reason we have very strong feelings on TikTok is that... I strongly dislike it. <laughs> yeah. People only viewed us as the bus people. I mean, my thing said... The bus guy. Yeah. And like, that's all people cared about. The bus guy. Mm -hmm. Which is cool, man. Like, I did develop that identity really well. Like, I carefully crafted this persona. Not really persona. But I carefully crafted my internet image on there to fit, to fit what I knew would work. But 
I just don't want that. I don't want that at all. I think that's okay. And I think for you, I think that was the best decision. You seem a lot... More relaxed. Yeah, you seem to have better spirits, which I right. like a lot. <laughs> and I got to say, like, I made a couple posts on Instagram about it. I made one today. I haven't had a chance to fully read through all the comments, but everyone seems super supportive of it. And I'm really excited to, like, kind of move over to Instagram Reels and kind of do my thing over there. Because I really do love the short-form content. I love all the aspects of it. I feel like we should kind of wrap this up. This has been a long chat, I feel like. And probably has been all over the place as per usual. But, hey... What else do you expect from us? But if you did make it this far, if you could go over to iTunes and leave a review, even a five-star rating, if you think we're deserving of five stars, that would that would be gorgeous. That would tickle my pickle, not going to lie. Whoa! What kind <laughs> of podcast is this? Hey, hey. It's a little ASMR. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. We love talking with you. We'll see you next Friday. We'll hear from You'll hear us next Friday. It's, yeah, it's so weird still. All right. Um, anything Any, else we want to talk about? Is that it? I think that's I it. I finished my oat milk, so I think we should wrap it up. Anyway, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Toodles. Toodles.